For garden color from the ground up, start with the ground. Vigoro Colored Bark Mulch from The Home Depot. Now, three bags for just nine bucks. It protects your plants beautifully and maintains its color for up to 12 months in shades of red, brown, or black that really set off your garden, not to mention your spring. Bring on spring color with Vigoro Colored Bark Mulch. Three bags, nine bucks. Now at The Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Limit 60 per customer. Color selection varies by store. What's up, everybody? Who says you can't have a morning gratitude in the afternoon? It's kind of like it's happy hour somewhere. It's always gratitude, man. We're being heard right now live on iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Anchor, YouTube, I think LinkedIn too, and of course, Facebook. What's up, everybody? Good to see you guys again. All right, let's get into this. So, I uh, very rarely do I. It's 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 a lot of fun to mix up the show every now and then. I sometimes do morning gratitude in the afternoon. We always do the nine o'clock show, and you know I love having def- different guests on from like all over the place. It doesn't matter where in the world what their story is. Um, I love just people are fascinating to me, and I've been watching these guys. For now, I think the last few months, and they they just freaking kill it. They bring so much value to their listeners every time they go live. Uh, amazing interviewers, a lot of really cool energy, but just really smart guys, and they help a lot of people. And that's in the in the gist of what this show is all about. It's all about bringing value, elevating people's voices, and really trying to make a difference. And these guys do that day in, day out. To be honest with you, I don't know a lot about them personally. I really don't. I've not had the privilege of getting to know them, uh, have a beer with them, whatever. But I can. what I've seen them do on Facebook Live has been very impressive. And so it is an absolute privilege and a blessing for me to got, have the guys from Home of the Hustle, Mr. Frank Sell, Mr. Eddie Martin, and Mr. Jason Daniels. Look at this. Oh, wow, there's four people. That's the first time I've ever done this. Good, mo- good afternoon, guys. What's up? How you doing? I'm great, man. I'm great. Where's everyone, where's everyone at? Memphis, Tennessee, right here. Right on. Kansas. What part of Kansas, Frank? Uh, man, right in the middle. Uh, old town of Inman, Kansas. I can't say I've been there. I'm from Oklahoma originally, so I've spent some time in Kansas, so I know where that's at. Okay. It's north of Hutchinson, about 10 miles. Oh, very cool. Very cool. I think I got a... There's a college there, right? Yeah. Yeah, very cool. And and Eddie, you're in Vegas. Yeah, boring little town called Las Vegas. (laughs) I I don't know if I could stay out of trouble there, man. (laughs) It's tough. It's it's a discipline. Life, that is a win. 
Well, first things first, and I've never had three guests on at the same time. But first things first, uh, we'll start with you, Frank. What are you grateful for today, my man? Man, I'm here. I got up. That's it. And what else is there? It's a way to start the day. Awesome, man. And what about you, Jason? Man, I'm grateful that I'm that I'm six feet above ground instead of six feet under, man. Uh, every breath is a blessing, and uh, we try to do as much as we can with everyone we get. Awesome. And Eddie? You know, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change my gratitude since my gratitude is the same as these boys. And I got to be different, you know. So I'm going to say I'm grateful that I've been blessed with the ability to get kicked in the face as many times as possible and keep getting up and keep getting back and never losing my faith in the process of where I'm going. I'm very grateful that, that I have developed that uh, ability to be able to be tenacious. And I think you guys share that sentiment in common. I get the feeling every time I've watched you that you guys have been through some some crap and you're just relentless about your your pursuit for success. But at the same time, what I do like is that you're bringing people up and along with you. I love that. But what inspired you guys to get together and and just and make home of the hustle and, and do what you guys do? Uh, we'll start with you, Frank. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll pass it off to Eddie because, you know, he kind of came up with the idea. And then, you know, we had connected on Facebook. He's like, hey, man, what do you think about doing this? Because so we saw, you know, the 10X and, you know, the, uh, you know, 10X rule um, just about blowing up. And you got to use social media instead of being used by it. So, I mean, I'll hand that off to Eddie because he, he was the one who kind of came up with it. All right, Eddie. All right. So, basically, it started with, all of us connected through Facebook, right? And what happened was we developed a group to bring people together to help teach them how to go live, right? It didn't start off that way, but that's a longer story than we probably want to talk about right now. <laughs> but and that's, and that's really what it ended up being. And what happened was we got a lot of feedback, a lot of people that kept asking us questions and, hey, what should I do with this? What should I do with that? And then we started meeting these influencer type people and bringing them into that group and having them help the folks that were in there. And you know, one day I just had the idea. I said, you know what? We need to be, I mean, maybe it came from listening to a Gary Vee video and saying, you need to be a media company first, right? Nobody knows you, right? Like the whole Grant Cardone stigma, hey, no one knows you. Get out there, be everywhere. And then the Gary Vee side of uh, everybody's a media company. And we found that we were getting attention without intending on getting attention. We were just trying to help people and help ourselves in the process, right? Not naive and think that everything that we haven't done is, is self-serving to a certain degree. I mean, it's, it'd be ridiculous to say that. So we uh, uh, came up with the idea. I, I called Frank and then we connected with Jason and we just came up with this idea to not only bring the people who our audience or our friends or our community wanted to hear from, um, but also create a community that could help even more people. And by doing that, you know, we could go uh, uh, put it all on ourselves, right? And Eddie can go do his thing, Jason can go do his thing, Frank can go do his thing, Brian can go do his, I mean, there's, there's a lot of us now. So what we noticed was that Facebook is now television, yeah. right? Facebook is reality TV. So, well, what do they do on TV? They have networks. 
right? You got ABC, NBC, and you got home of the friggin' hustle, man. And so what we're doing is we're building out a network of people that are like-minded and developing community around growth and around learning and around bettering yourself. But it's not just uh, you know personal development, things of that nature. Brian Hess, one of the other guys that's on the hustle. I love yeah. Brian, yeah. Brian's amazing. He had a guy on yesterday that is uh, a, a big uh, physical uh, uh, trainer in the, for the NFL and he did some NHL guys and uh, WWE and we're always bringing on different types of things so we can hit different angles. Like Frank is on um, tonight with somebody who is in the beekeeping business, right? So how much value can we provide to uh, a, a variable amount of people and create community around that? And so that's what we're doing, and it's growing and growing on a day-to-day basis. More popular. <laughs> Brian says it's Frank Cell birthday week. More popular than Shark Week. <laughs> I freaking, I, I love that. That's amazing. Hey, Jason, explain to me what the heck is 10X? Because I know, I've seen the hats, I know about the conference, but the basic principles of it, it, I can explain it to me because I really don't understand it. I think the premises of the 10x rule, uh, which is a book that, that Grant Cardone wrote, uh, which is a common thread between a lot of people in this in this network, it's it's kind of how we gravitated towards each other. We we had a common interest and found each other on social media. Uh, the whole 10x thing is just multiplying your efforts in order to get what you want out of life. Sure. Um, and <clears throat> I found you know I read the book and it, and it made a lot of sense to me. But then I got in this network and I saw people actually actually doing it. And even this this last 10X conference in uh, in Vegas a couple weeks ago, uh, I got to see how much work uh, those speakers put in and how much attention they have to go grab. And so, you know, to follow back on the question you asked earlier with Frank and uh, Eddie, uh, they are the they are the brainchild of this, and and I was I was a little late to the game, not really late. I was like five minutes late to the game. <laughs> But I saw the value immediately uh, in, in being able to reach out and having a platform that uh, people who otherwise might not take the time or might not have the time in their schedule uh, to talk to us. And so we figured we could put a little cheese on the trap and reach up and give people a reason to come on and promote their book, uh, promote their message. Uh, and we, we built an audience uh, sure. essentially is what we did. And so I saw so much value in that immediately. And time has been the test of how us three get along uh, and how we've been able to, to build and this morphed into, into something else. And it's, it's about to explode even bigger than anything we could imagine. So, Yeah, you guys do. You guys are really made for TV. Like the new streaming networks that are out there, you guys are perfect for it. Very diverse. Uh, got a lot of different things going on. Uh, Frank, I want to ask you, what, what would you say... Like for for the but going back to the ten x rule, how do you if you amplify and you're going okay I'm going to work I'm going to put ten times the effort into my business or putting out content, how do you remain like to have some type of balance and normalcy in your family life? Oh uh, man, you know a lot has come to head here lately because I you know I've done the hustle you know my 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 quote my 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 you know, beat the streets so hard. They send you a bill for the potholes. Um, that's how I started my first business. I, I literally bought a hundred dollar VHS tape, 
I taught myself a trade and I walked out of my job 15 years ago. Wow. Um, and so, you know, what I've learned more recently though is, is through this production of Home of the Hustle, developing a network and getting past the ego and the mindset, because growing up it was always, you know, nobody can do as good as you, um, just do your damn self. Uh, you know, so what that's taught me though, you know, I just turned 43, like, like Brian said, you know, just eventually you get tired with the grind, you think about the grind and, you know, the definition of that, what happens, man, stuff gets worn out. And mm. so, you know, from doing a lot of stuff wrong by franking it up, I learned, okay, I need to quit doing that. It only takes me 10 or 15 years to figure that shit out, but, you know, I'll figure it out finally. And so instead of trying to make stuff happen, I, you know, leverage a network and start letting people do things because there's that Pareto principle, the 80 20 rule. There's 20% of stuff that I'm really, really good at that makes me 80% of my income. And there's people that can help me that they're 20% the stuff that I have no clue about what to do. But I can, I can give them a little bit of money and they can do their 20% and just exponentially leverage the results to, to start growing a company. I love that. Eddie, what about you? What do you think about that? Like, how, how are you maintaining a normalcy? Because I believe you said you had children. Is that correct? I do. I do. I have three, I have three children. And my, my children, I live in Las Vegas. I moved out here about a year ago. And my children are still back in Sacramento, California. So I travel back every weekend to see my kids. Wow. Um, so, you know, we talk about balance, you know, work-life balance. Um, and I think that it has a bit of a a stigma around it. It's either, hey, you need balance. Like, if you're going to do eight hours this, you got to do eight hours that. Or, or then the opposite is, well, there's no, there's no such thing as balance. Well, my theory or my take on it and how I, the lens that I look at it from is that things in your life that you're doing have a different weight. They have a different value, right? So it may take me 12, 14 hours of working, right, to equal the same amount of weight that would balance my life to have three hours with my kids or four hours with my kids or whatever that quality time is. It's not it's not an equal trade. Sure. Because um, at the end of the day, there still is the aspect of if you're not willing to make the sacrifices and do the things necessary now, then you're not going to be able to reap the rewards of those efforts down the road. So I think balance really comes down to what the things mean to you. Um, what is their weight? Because a muscle weighs more than fat, right? Right. Well, family, things like that, kids, your kids, that's that's muscle, right? It's heavier. So you don't get as much of it because you're out here doing the things that you have to do, uh, but they balance themselves out in, in that regard. Um, that would be my take on it. I love it. I love it. Jason, so for you, because you seem, you've got a lot of fight in you. I can tell you. It just like shoot, it's like coming out of the screen. So that came from somewhere. So tell me about a time where just shit just fell apart and you were like down and out and like, how the heck am I going to get out of this? And you found a way to overcome. Tell me, tell me a story. Um, man, you want a story from 10 years ago or you want a story from like three months ago? <laughs> let's go, let's go with three months. Where did, where did that, where would you say that fight, that fire inside you came from? So uh, real quick, I was uh, I was I was extremely smart when I was a kid, and I spent the first 20 years of my life not facing any adversity. Uh, everything came as a breeze. I didn't have to do homework oh, in wow. school. Uh, I didn't chase 
girls. I didn't have to chase girls. I didn't have to chase anything. I didn't know what it was like to, to fight for anything. And so when the first piece of adversity jumped up on my plate, it knocked me down and I stayed down for a decade. Uh, I was, I took the path of least resistance from the age 20 to the age 30. Uh, age 31, my best friend died. I buried him and, and gave his eulogy on my birthday. Ugh. And so that brought me back down to earth and made me realize, hey, uh, we're not gonna live forever. We're not immortal, even though we feel like it in our 20s. Uh, and so it's really time to, to get up and get going. And I started seeing progress in this first company in Titans Electrical uh, that I started you know, with these two hands and a couple thousand dollars. Um, and after you start seeing that production, man, it breeds happiness. And I, you know, I, I was actually able to find myself. And uh, I feel like I'm a little bit behind the ball. I wish I would have started pursuing my dreams, my passion uh, at age 20. Uh, but in that, you know, I started at 32. And so I give all of myself. I'm extremely passionate. I wear my emotions on my sleeve. Um, and so if if I like you and I vibe with you, you find that out really quick. I don't have a poker face, you know. I can't, I can't hide that kind of stuff. I, uh, and so I'm, I'm extremely genuine, man. And and, and so I, I vibe with people who uh, who have that that same characteristic about them. Very cool. I, that's such a cool answer, Frank. How important? Um, like, do you find that it's important for you to kind of intermix your personal life as well as your professional now? I mean, being a brand, like you, all three of you are an individual brand, but you're a brand as a group too. Do you find that you're able to save some of yourself away from the limelight and the attention? Or are you going all in? This is me business-wise, but and this is me personally. Is that what you're presenting all the time? Or are you protecting some of that? Um, I mean, like, there's a lot of stuff that, you know, the, the personality and the, the vibe and, and what people feel and get from me is from the life I've lived, and that's home and that's business. Um, you know, so I'm really fortunate to have, you know, have a really good woman um, behind me, beside me, that, you know, she sets the tone because, you know, part of my message, you know, with, with you know, not necessarily home of the hustle, but it is home of the hustle. Um, this armor of man, you know, it's my kingdom, her castle, our empire. Wow. And so it's all intertwined that, you know, it's my kingdom. I'm a lion. I'm a king out in the streets, man. Like, you know, uh, and when I get home, that's my queen's kingdom or her castle. And so I serve her in that castle. And, you know, I've got to do dishes, lawn, whatever it is. Go, who wants kids? It doesn't matter. I mean, that's her castle. When I come home, she runs it. She said it's a home, and together we build an empire. So, you know, as far as business, you know, the main business that I've been doing for 15 years is the health damage repair. Uh, and so my wife li literally tell me, say, I don't care if I don't see for three weeks, you will go out and bring home some meat on the table because she'll take care of everything at home. Wow. Um, just go do what, you, what you're going to go do and build it, do it, whatever. Uh, and so, you know, when I come home, you know, she's, she's, I, I'm not going to go in there and, man, like most men try and fix what she has spent 10 hours a day building and doing. I want to come in and find out how I can serve her. And you know, if I go bust some ass on some kids or <laughs> get shit done, whatever, then, then that's my role. Um, but as far as the kids and the family, how, you know, how we set a standard is I love the life. I raise my kids by loving my wife. You know, so they see wow. that 
that love and respect between us. And then, you know, as far as business, like the, uh, the, the baby beard business, you know, the kids get into putting labels on and help fill up the bottles and stuff. So on that aspect, and obviously when we're doing videos, you know, I give the kids a hug and tell them goodnight early because I'm just saying, video time, get out of here. <laughs> you know, I got to go do this stuff. Um, so it's just all kind of intertwined that, you know, my kids have never seen me have a job. They don't understand the concept. And, and so it's just so ingrained in this that, you know, luckily my wife, my partner, she sets the standard that your dad's a fighter, he's, he's working hard. Uh, so when I come home, I don't have to explain anything. So that's, I mean, that's kind of how it's all intertwined in, in our, our family. I, I think that's so cool. I, you should start a dating show because that advice that you just, that knowledge that you just dropped is the way it's supposed to be. So that's very freaking cool, man. I'm, I'm, I'm so cool to hear that. For, uh, Eddie, what would you say your biggest inspiration is? My biggest inspiration is getting to where I'm supposed to be, the person that I'm supposed to be, the person that I was meant to be. Like actualizing and realizing who I was, like who the person was that I was brought here to be and doing the things that I need to do every day to get there, right? That's what inspires me. What inspires me is not selling myself short. Uh, the, the idea of potential, right? People say, you got to go reach your full potential. You got to go reach your full potential. I don't, I, I believe in that. I don't. It, it involves around growth. So right. if I'm constantly groaning, then I will never actually reach my potential because my potential increases as I get better. Uh, but that is what inspires me. That's what motivates me is to not sell myself short uh, on who I'm supposed to be. You know, I don't come from a family that, that is like big in legacy or did a whole lot of uh, significant things that they'll have anything left behind. Um, I never wanted to be the person that woke up one day when I was 80 and said like, shit, like I left a lot of meat on the bone, man. Like, right. I So that's what inspires me and that's what, you know, that's what gets me in trouble too. You know, the same thing that keeps me going is the thing that gets me in trouble, man. I'm 100 all the time. Like, I am who I am, and you can like it, or you can love it, or you can hate it, or whatever. But at some point, I just embrace the fact that this is who I am, and I I own my mistakes, and I I do what I do. But it's all in the effort to be genuine uh, of who I am, and where I'm going, and what my next step of my potential is. So I'm always chasing greatness, so to speak. I, I, I freaking love that. What about you, Jason? Uh, the question is, is what, what inspires me? Yeah, what's it, what inspires you? Man, I'm, I'm inspired by, by everything. And it's not just uh, my potential, uh, even though that does play a part. Uh, I love helping others reach for their potential as well. And so every day uh, I get up and just, just find, meet new people, uh, find people that I vibe with and uh, figure out ways we can build together and grow together and experience this life together. Man, life is short. So I want to get up, get out, do new things, try stuff, fall on my face, bust my ass, get back up, brush it off, and, and grind some more. And I want to find people who I can do that with, people like Frank and Eddie and 
Brian and Kim and, and a home the hustle. I think we're up to like six or seven, six or seven people now. Uh, and we offer that programming every Monday night. Um, wow. I just keep my plate full, man. I just keep my plate full and, and, and get out here and, and keep going after it. That's incredible. I, I think I know the answer to this, but Frank, <laughs> what about you, man? Second thing, you know, like a name on the building and that kind of stuff, recognition. Third one's legacy. And so I'm actually Frank Selton fourth, but my son is the fifth. Wow. My dad is still alive, so there's three of us who are still alive. Wow. So to be the best Frank Sell, not only competing with the one that's alive, with 150 years of Frank Sell to be on the planet. Uh, I mean, that's, that's some pretty heavy stuff when I put that on myself and think, okay, you know, what inspires me is, you know, I got two other dudes, you know, and, and a quick little story about that. So, my son went to school and he, he had stole something. And when he came home, you know, the school called my wife, they talked about it, and I went into his room, and I simply went in there and asked him, and said, right, Hey, I live down. I live downtown San Diego. So sorry for the noise. I don't shut my windows. <laughs> great, great. So let's pop off names. Like, pop off. What's his name? And, you know, I tell him he's like Frank. Okay. What's my name? Frank. So tell me, is somebody out there that doesn't really know any of this says Frank Sell is a liar? Oh. What do you reckon we're talking about? Papa, me, or you? Wow. Like that, the gravity hit him and made tears in his eyes. And oh. I almost had a little bit of awesome look out of mind. But he kind of understood, like, Oh shit, this is bigger than me. Yeah. You know, the effect we have. Wow. That's not where I thought you were going, but that's incredible, man. Uh, that that was amazing. I know you guys, at a time, I'm, I'm, again, grateful for all of your time. This is the last question for all of you, but um, we'll go with you, Eddie. Eddie, Jason, then back to Frank. No, we'll just start with Frank. Frank, who would you say the biggest influence on your life has been? And why? Biggest influence. Probably with my father, because you know, that's the one I I connected with. I didn't have much connection with my mom growing up. Um, and so the influence of my father, he he started his first business in nineteen seventy seven, back in the nineteen hundreds. And so I was I was two years old and so I never really knew my dad to have um, and you know, I just, I just, I grew up in his shop. He had a mechanic shop, a truck across semis and, and stuff. So I just learned how to operate in that environment, you know, communicate with people and just get shit done, take care of business, it didn't matter. Uh, you know, so that, that helped me a lot. Um, 
along the line. It also set me back some because I, I was really dogmatic in the way that I saw the world and saw things and relationships. So as far as influence, I mean, it goes both sides, you know, positive and well, even positive negative label. So just things that I've learnable moments that, you know, from that, that one individual that set me down a path that when I bought my $100 videotape to learn how to fix how damage on a car, it was no big deal, man. It's, walk out of my job, open the phone book, and start hustling. Wow. So that's probably, I would say that's probably going to be the biggest influence in my life. I, I love that. What about you, uh, Jason? Um, I, you know, my, my parents were a great influence on me. Man. They're, they're still married, and so the influence wow. that they had on me, my dad was an Army guy. Uh, I never had a, I never had a want, we weren't rich, but I never had to worry about where my next meal was coming from. But they taught me uh, how to carry myself with compassion. Uh, they taught me uh, how to love the Lord. Um, they taught me how to impact people uh, positively and uh, just how to carry myself. And so my character comes from my mom and my dad. Uh, and then my hustle comes from people like Eddie and Frank and just, just getting around this network and, and getting around bigger minds sure. and seeing what the possibilities are. And uh, and so I would say my integrity, my morals uh, are my parents uh, and my grind is my network. That That's that's beautiful, man. Thank you. Eddie? Eddie's the stoic one of the bunch. Oh no, he froze. Froze. So, froze. Dad gummit. <laughs> he said his daughter, which is amazing. Well, look, guys, I um boy, is he still there? He's he's it's like the sun sun shining through the clouds right now. <laughs> We lost Eddie. <laughs> froze it. I could give you a bunch of different word, a bunch of different uh, ways to describe Eddie, and I don't think sunshine would ever, would ever be the one. <laughs> well, the way he's creeping through the speaker right now, it's like the sun trying to break through the clouds. That's for Dadgum, sure. Um, yeah. You guys, listen. You guys are. Um, he's tall. <laughs> I'm be, I'm muting him. Um, because he's dead. <laughs> you guys are seriously, you're the real deal. I, I'm so grateful that you guys came on the show today. And again, thank you so much. I'm, I'm rooting for you guys to go all the way. Anything I can do to support you guys, please let me know. I'm a huge fan and thank you for all you do. Absolutely. Send, send, send your audience over to Home of the Hustle. Yeah. The more the merrier. So Absolutely. I will. I'll, I'll make sure to share the group in the comments. And uh, again, thank you, gentlemen, so much. Appreciate it. All right. Take care. Wow. That those guys are freaking great. That was they're amazing. So you guys check out the home of the hustle. Just search it on Facebook. You'll see it. They have an amazing community there. 
It's I can't believe they give away the content they give away, but it's incredible. They do great, great work. Um, thank you, everyone, for joining. Bonnie, Tony, thank you for sharing. Uh, Rachel, good to see you. Enos, Bonnie, Tony, Carrie, Ann, good to see you. Brian Hess, great to see you, my man. Nick Harris, what's up? Bonnie, Michelle, wow. All right, good. you guys, fantastic. God bless you all. Thank you so much for watching. We'll see you soon. For garden color from the ground up, start with the ground. Vigoro colored bark mulch from the Home Depot. Now three bags for just nine bucks. It protects your plants beautifully and maintains its color for up to 12 months in shades of red, brown, or black that really set off your garden. Not to mention your spring. Bring on spring color with Vigoro colored bark mulch. Three bags, nine bucks. Now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Limit 60 per customer. Color selection varies by store.